Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning, everybody. Greetings from Western Oklahoma. Yeah. The High Plains. <laughs> um, we are in the guest bedroom. That's right. So, Which is where everybody broadcasts. <laughs> it is. Well, it's kind of nice. You can be on the road. Uh, there are no ironing boards involved. Right. So, you know, yeah, that's always good. All set up. All good. <laughs> um, uh, so it's the day, but it's Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving Eve. That's right. Yep. So happy Not a Thanksgiving. Creature was stirring. Oh, that's wrong a holiday. Day. That's a yeah. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Every turkey was nervous. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, I didn't get a chance to write a poem for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think we should. I yeah. think we could do a really good job of that. Um, so yeah, traveling all day long yesterday, lots and lots of different flights. It's mm -hmm. great people watching at the airport. Yeah, it for just sure. is. Yeah, it's, it was Always. an awful lot of fun, and and uh, we we stopped at a place uh, up from the airport, and we stopped at a Water Burger. Yeah, when you're in and Texas, you got to do Water Burger. You got to. People and they, in Texas. Now. Yeah, <laughs> and um, as we were leaving, Jim's like, "Is it my imagination?" Or there are a lot of people here in pajamas. Yeah. And I was like, it's like Walmart, except uh, with hamburgers. It was fun. It yeah. was good people watching. We were the best so dressed people. We were the best dressed people. Yeah. And we'd just been traveling all day long. But I, I figured, you know, it was, it was late. Everyone's probably just winding down. It's like, oh, we didn't do dinner. Because yeah. I think it was, what, about nine? eight or nine o'clock at mm, night yes. when we swung by so. there of course we're coming um, off eastern time zone yeah yeah so adjustments <laughs> but it's all good listen we got a great uh, guest with us this morning we are uh, pleased to have gordon tormolin most people know yes. him as gordy and uh, so we've got him standing by in the wings yeah. and uh, happy to bring him I, in to talk about you got some i don't things? i don't know if you guys noticed but i'm like on the wrong side and it's i'm i i can't do the control board with my left hand oh, it's just like i'm I, do we yeah. want to switch yeah, no switch? no okay. we <laughs> we'll be fine all right good morning gordy hey gordy good morning guys how you doing very good. good how are you i am flat out jiggy i got my coffee with me we're we're good jiggy. to go nice jiggy. we got to step ours up i even up. had my coffee on jiggy. his side <laughs> Oh, you guys are just all messed up. I just, you know, you got to flip or do something. That's terrible. Yeah, something not right. I think, uh, you know, when we when we do this on Friday, we'll have to make sure that we're on the right side. Right. So, yeah. We, yeah. We, we don't want to cause any marital issues. This early. <laughs> right. You know, we, yeah, yeah. no, it's not that yeah. important, but yeah. it, it it's like Michelle's not on her A game. And <laughs> right. So, all so right. we're pleased to have you join us. I, uh, you know, you and I've had a chance. Of course, Michelle's been there when we had uh, a lot of recent conversations. Mm -hmm. We always enjoy spending some time with you. And uh, I think without, you know, kind of what Tommy Brandis calls back in the day guy, without you and I going way back, we, you and I knew each other from back to my Carbiz days, early 2000s. So that's, uh, yeah, that's I, I have recollections that even go into the nineties, but I don't, I'm not sure I'm oh. accurate. Either, so. Oh yeah, that could be. I don't remember anything about the nineties myself, but yeah. we both had darker hair. I can tell yeah. you that. That sounds right. That could be. Accurate. Yeah. So I think, um, it's always fun to spend some time with you. And then, uh, those who don't know Gordy, he is, uh, has served for many years in his regional 
uh, board for NIEDA and now, uh, of course, a national board as well. And, and I think I read that you're the president elect. Is that right? That is correct. Yes. Congratulations. You, yeah, congratulations. Thank you. When do you take the helm on that? I know we have Scott uh, Allen in that chair now. Pardon me. Um, that'll be in June at the at the NIA convention. So. Very okay. nice. Looking Very forward nice. to that. Yeah. We will make sure we're in yeah. attendance for that. We will be. The way I look at that, that's dealer's last chance to vote me out if they want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't see that. Uh, yeah, one of the things that occurred to me about that is, you know, we're coming off of a tenure with uh, Scott Allen. And, and what that tells mm-hmm. me is that even though NIADA clearly is, you know, representing independent dealers in both independent retail space and in buy here, pay here, uh, you know, it's clear that buy mm-hmm. here, pay here is well represented in the conversations, you know, at the board level. Very right? much Absolutely. Yeah. And so yeah, there's, there's always a little bit of a back and forth between the retail and the buy here, pay here guys. I mean, honestly, we're, we're serving the same customers in the same space. It's just that, you know, one group yeah. retails and finances elsewhere and, and another group owns finance companies that are related to their, to their business. Of course. Yeah. So it's all good. I think um, we, uh, we're aware that that's the situation. I just love that, uh, you know, we know that uh, folks that are up there, you know, doing the work are familiar with the struggles that is being a buy here, pay here dealer. So we appreciate uh, all the work you do. How long have you been involved in, in the board roles? Oh boy. Um, I think this is my 11th year on the board, nice. which is a little past yeah. the, the typical tenure. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was an exception made uh, thanks to the good folks in Texas that, that, uh, that put that forward last year. And, and so I've continued on. Excellent. Very yes. Nice. So give me an idea. Like uh, we talked to uh, Jared Halstead not long ago, and he mm-hmm. kind of shared at the state level kind of what the responsibilities are, the time commitment. You want to talk about at the national level kind of what that involves for you? I'd be happy to. It's funny you mentioned the state level because I spent about three hours yesterday completing the 990 form for our state association. So uh-huh. yeah. it, was, it was lots of fun. I was real proud the IRS accepted me. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's always a win, yeah. right? Well, I feel like I won't be in jail anytime soon anyway. So. Right, good. Um, yeah, on, on the national level, it's 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 really an, an intriguing group, first of all. Our board has, has regional pre- vice presidents as well as secretary, treasurer. You know, there, there are several positions within the board proper. And, and so depending on the duties that you have, for example, if you're regional vice president, you know, I was the, the vice president of region three, which is 13 states right down the, the, the center of the, the nation. Mm-hmm. And so you need to stay in, in contact with the, the state executives as well as the state presidents and boards. Make sure that they're on track and you're doing everything that you can to support them. Um, and then it, it goes further into board meetings and, and you know, giving your opinion on very, very important topics to the industry and things of that nature. Typically, a regional vice president will spend, you know, a, a day a week really working on those issues and making sure they're in contact with folks. There might be things that come up legislatively where we want to reach out and make sure that everybody's aware of what's going on and contacts their congressman or senator. That might take more time because you got to make phone calls for each of your states and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it, it, where I'm at at this point in time as a president-elect, a lot of what I'm doing is trying to learn the job of being president. So I've spent a lot of time whenever work conventions or face-to-face uh, talking with staff members, with Bob Voltman particularly, um, with Scott and, and Joe McCloskey, our chairman, trying to figure out what they went through and, and trying to get going on that and, and, and on track. Right now I'm making lists of committees that are going to need to be populated with people and so forth. So all, yeah. all fun stuff. But it, it prob- I'm probably putting oh, 
10 hours a week into it at this point. So Yeah, well, you still you still got to be a car dealer. You still got your business to run back there in mm-hmm. Illinois. So. Yep. so it's a bit of a commitment, but I mean, it's for the betterment of the industry. So <laughs> it is. And, and Michelle, I'm, I'm approaching, gosh, this is weird because I started when I was really young, but I'm approaching 50 years in the car business. And it just feels good to be able to give back. You know, when we sit down and you know, I'm at a convention and talking with dealers face to face, that's the most fun because you're, you're you're interacting with entrepreneurs that have the same concerns that you do, and yeah. they're trying to drive their business forward and help their families and all the rest of it. And it's it's really rewarding. Yeah, I just before um, I ask the next question, I just wanted to pop this back up here. Your wife. Yes. Now, that, that, now that's what, you know, we talked about a, a marital moment before. This is a marital moment. So, so my beautiful wife, the most tolerant human being on the face of the planet, um, often known as she who must be obeyed. Um, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Things hey, if if I goof you. up, it, you know, if, if somebody just rips oh, yeah. the cord out, you know what happens. Yeah, what's right. Well, oh, that's right. Well, it's the beauty funny. of going live. She can only correct yeah. you after. Yeah. In this case, so yeah. Well, yeah. She can't, she can't through comments. No. Yeah, she can throw the comments in there. Uh, my cell phone's right here, so if yes, there are there any texts that come through, I'll, I'll alert you. Yeah. I haven't That's met funny. Lori yet, but I suspect yeah, we'll I'm looking forward to being able to somewhere. do that. I, I think you guys will be friends in about the first five seconds. Yeah. Uh, right. Awesome. I love I that. that. Um. Yeah. I've been. I we've been friends on Facebook for yeah. A while. Yeah. It's been yeah. like a year or so. She so that's Lori is a force to be reckoned with on Facebook. Yeah. Um, she got involved when our daughter went off to college. And, you know, it wasn't, I think we went up for the auto show. This was at Northwood University. So it was maybe six, eight weeks into the school year. And when Lori walked on campus, she's got people coming in going, hey, Mama T, how you doing? And our daughter's like, what? <laughs> how did this happen? So went right in there and got contacts. And, yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, one thing that I, I just, I really appreciate is, you know, when you have a good partner, yeah, it just, it's it just makes, it makes a lot of things a lot easier. I have one. I do too. You know, yeah. <laughs> good timing, Jim. Good answer, yeah, Jim. Up, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, as, as, as you appropriately mentioned, we're on Thanksgiving Eve and, and mm-hmm. uh, life with someone who you love is one of the things to be most thankful for. It really is. Oh, of that's course. beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That's that is actually one of the things I wanted to ask, like towards wrapping up is about thankful, about mm-hmm. being thankful. But I, I did have a, a couple uh, I had another question I'd like to throw at you um, about the the processes in the um, you know, NAIDA, the state, the regional. And mm-hmm. so like do who is it that brings things to the board? I mean, is this something that comes from dealers and you listen to dealers and then you say, hey, I have an initiative I want to talk about? Mm-hmm. How does that work? Really depends on what the initiative is. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're constantly trying to listen to dealers, vendors, you know, partners within the industry. Um, you know, obviously, legislative issues come up whether mm-hmm. we want them to or not. So, you know, it's, it's very important to have an active staff that, that supports Bob Boltman and helps him. And also that channels back to the board in terms of what needs to be done at what time. So there, you know, there are always industry initiatives. You know, I, I think back years ago when I was, you know, younger on the board, you know, when, when we first started talking to Chris Leadham and we, we brought 20 groups in, that's something that we had ventured and started to do with Joe Lascota, but it was not growing traction like we wished. And it just made sense to pull that 
part in under the, the, the canopy of the association so that a not-for-profit would be running the 20 groups and so forth, and it allowed it to expand and, and really grow beautifully. Um, same thing happened with Ken Shilson. You know, Ken's, you know, he, he knows he's not going to live to be 170. So, you know, he wanted to do something for the industry where he could bring his his group back in and 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 do that with NIADA. So it's, it's you know, you're, you're pulling all these groups in, you've got all these different signing boards and different issues come up. Um, obviously, we, we, we never as a board want to deviate from the mission of, of NIADA, which is to educate and advocate for dealers. And that's that's really the, the crux of it. So, so everything like- you through that. Yeah. So it kind of sounds like, um, you know, dealers get involved in 20 groups or their state things. And so it's like things just kind of they flow upstream to you know, you. everything that we have that dealers get involved in, whether it's a, you know, a, a two day boot camp or a 20 group mm-hmm. or if they come to a convention or whatever, everything is a sounding board for the mm-hmm. board and the staff. You know, what's going on in the industry? Where are their needs? You know, what should we be doing to, to help dealers do better? Yeah. So what's the biggest thing you guys are working on on the national level? Um, there are there are two things that are really, really rolling right now. There's a very, very critical meeting taking place next week with regard to the certified pre-owned program. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's been relaunched and it's it's really been well thought out. It's had a lot of input from dealers. Um, when, when previous iterations of that program had been done, it was done with, with one servicing company and, and that's all there was. At this point, we've got four of them signed up. Another one's still in the wings trying to make a determination if it's fit or not. So dealers will be able to choose from the company that services them the best and still offer the NIADA certified program. And wow. so we're, we're trying to get that launched. We really wanted to take baby steps first. And then it's I, I, th- this program will be phenomenal because it's been well thought out by dealers. So it'll start out with a, a very upgradable 3-3 program that the, 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 the dealer can upgrade and increase their profit level by doing so, upsell that. Um, when you think about a manufacturer program, you know, GM, Chrysler, doesn't matter who, they've only got a network of their dealers to do the servicing on that program down the road. So it's 5,000, 4,000 locations you can have serviced. Because we brought in TechNet and Advanced Auto into this, um, what you'll find is with the NIADA certified program, there'll be over 16,000 shops nationwide that consumers can take their vehicle to, to have it worked on for an NIADA certified warrant, pre-owned warranty. So it's, it's really a dynamic program. It's got a lot of moving parts, but it's, it's really going to be incredible. That's one thing. The next thing down the road that we want to get launched before we get to convention, I'm working right now with Janet Stoderman, who's our director of education. I really like her. Oh, she's, she's great. She really is. Um, we're building the program for certified master dealer again. This is NIADA's premier training program for dealers that have been in the business they got some traction, but now they don't know where to go. And so this is designed to give you a, an all-encompassing look at your dealership operation and, and how you can account for things, put in you know KPIs and, and, and monitor and, and manage your business instead of having it manage you. So that, that we hope to have ready and, and do a, a beta group, uh, hopefully even before the convention. Uh, there's a lot of demand and a lot of, lot of interest in that program. So we're eager to get that That's going. Great. Those are probably the two biggest. Yeah, we've yeah. heard others talk about that they're excited mm-hmm. to see that uh, come back around. And, and obviously, it sounds like you're going to make it even more robust. And I would just share with you that um, as you build that out, uh, Michelle and I would be thrilled to join you in creating a 
kind of what we call a squiggly lines track of that, you know, kind of the intangibles piece of what yeah. is kind of the buy here, pay here business, at least, Absolutely. you know, the feel goods, kind of, the heart yeah, side. Yeah. yeah. we talked about, we talk a lot about, you know, bringing heart back to this business or, you know, there are many out there that do it. We just find that uh, some fail to make the connection on, you know, the, when you have your head and your heart and your business, then uh, obviously you can, you can build a plan that, uh, is a little more sustainable. It's strong and it, you yeah. feel good when you go to bed and you wake up in the morning. We, we tend to look at it and, and this is our own operation, but these are pieces that will may find their way into certified master dealer as well. There, there are two ways to look at a business. It can be transactional or relationship based. Mm -hmm. Transactional is exactly, you know, hey, here's your money. Thanks. See you later. There's the car. You two days late. I want the car back. We're done. And, and, and it tends to, you know, here are the outcomes of that. Okay. It can be very efficient. You can have lower delinquency numbers. You can you can make that work, particularly in a larger market where you have ample customers. But you will increase your your advertising and marketing expense because you're always trying to find new folks. Mm -hmm. The opposite is a relationship based style where you know I my my pal Judy was in here the other night looking for another car. She's been buying cars from me since 1995. Mm -hmm. She bought a Sunfire convertible, okay, so, or no, yeah. Sunbird convertible actually. Oh, yeah. and, and you know she's she's been a customer ever since. You know she's she's got one she just paid off, bought another car, and now she wants one for her son as well. Mm -hmm. And and that's all 100% relationship based. Mm -hmm. I don't advertise. Um, when when I many many years ago when I was in franchise life when I was a Chrysler dealer, the average dealer was spending four to five hundred dollars per vehicle sold in advertising. I spent forty. Okay. And we, yeah. we had a number of things that we did that, that helped that. When I came up into the just running solely a buy here, pay here operation about 20 years ago, I haven't run an ad since. That was 03. So I've been wow. 19 years. I've not run a single advertisement. I got a website, but that's I it. And everything is repeat and referral. Yeah. And it'll, it'll generate, it'll build your business. And it, frankly, it's a lot more pleasurable because you, you get to know <laughs> folks when, when they come back and they repeat, you don't need to worry about your underwriting processes yeah. when somebody's already successfully paid off four cars with you. Yeah, uh, exactly. Two things. One, you must have been in our living room on Saturday because we were mapping out the relationship transactional and it's like uh, straight lines, squiggly lines, head, heart. And we were, we were just doing some, some brain map transactional. Yeah. yeah and, um, yeah. I remember so I think you were in our living room at fly. It's probably inappropriate. I want to go off camera for two seconds and I'll show okay, you. Something. Okay. This is so inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we're all friends here. Yeah. So many, many years ago um, when I was younger and thought I needed to achieve things in the car business. Okay. We went through a total management or total quality management process, very similar to the Malcolm Baldridge national quality award. And uh -huh. I've got a 50 page booklet on how to run a dealership. Okay, okay cool. And it's all about relationships. We've got, you know, human resources and strategic planning and all the rest of it. From that came a process map. And this is what you're talking about. And, and these were all the different ways and everything about this process map from somebody who just walked in the door to someone who became a loyal long-term customer had to do with relationship-based marketing. And it's, mm -hmm. it's thought through the entire business. What I've found over the years is if you if you actually manage this way you have less employee turnover mm. honestly you can pay your employees a little bit less because not that you would look to do that you want to compensate them well but it's a cause it's not just a job so they're you know they're not mm -hmm. constantly pushing to make more money because otherwise i'm out of here go find something else they mm -hmm. can't find what yeah. you offer elsewhere and your marketing costs are reduced all of that teamed with the fact that it's just more fun 
Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. think that's becoming even more true, Gordon, yeah. with younger generations. That whole purpose piece of, mm-hmm. uh, of the thing is, is really significant. It's a paycheck and a purpose. It's, you know, that they, really they're is. working to be able to pay the bills and put a roof over their head and all of that. But you will keep people if they have a purpose. Well, and, and you know, it, it feels like a family affair that way. They, yeah. they understand how you operate and they buy into that. They yeah. know that I'm not going to scream at them because they made a $300 mistake on selling a warranty to somebody. Okay, what did we learn from that? Come on, let's not do it that way again. You got a customer. We're going to honor what commitment that you made to them. All of those things help employees yeah. feel like a, a part of the, the cause. Yeah. Right. So um, there was a question that that um, Tyler Simmons asked. I've had it on the screen for a little bit, but I didn't want to interrupt when you you um, were talking earlier. It says, do you have to be a dealer principal to enroll in the certified master dealer program? It's it, it probably the course itself would make more sense in that regard, but no, not necessarily. If you're a general manager, someone who really has control of things, you, you want to be a, a key decision maker, though. So you, um, you understand, you know, Tyler Simmons and the family, uh, you know, the dealership. So I, I understand sure. that question coming from him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I think it would make sense for Tyler to take a look yeah. at it. Really, don't worry, Tyler. We know you. Tyler's already asked to he's be a, a mentor already. too, but he's a yeah. master. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this way he'll get a pin that says so. Yeah, right there That's you right. go. Yeah. It's all about the pins. It's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's uh, we, true. We certainly understand the value of the certification, and we we sure we're sure that's going to be great education for folks. So that's exciting that that's coming back around. Yeah, I uh, I had a few things I wanted to uh, ask. Take, I wanted to ask you some things. And this and is this is really about just helping yeah. our viewers that don't know you the way we do. And there's some things we don't know about you. So I'm going to ask. <laughs> but there's you there's some, a rule. Yeah, some rapid there's fire some rules questions. To there this. are rules to witness protection. I mean. You know. <laughs> Short answers, and we're gonna. I got a kind of. I got about a. What's dozen. my height got to do with it, Jim? <laughs> he's, he's got it. So, what what high school did you go to, and what was the mascot? I I, I went to Freeport High School, home of the Fighting Pretzels. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I didn't. Do pretzels? You ask have the questions. You have to be prepared. The, I, the, the, no, the mascot wow. is okay. the pretzel. We're, we're gonna. We're going to go back to that. Okay. And your favorite subject in school? Probably history and business as a second. Okay. And then uh, first concert you attended? (laughs) Uh, That would be Sticks with the. Oh, Oh, I've seen them. Must be obeyed. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. And then uh, the last concert that you saw? Was it pre COVID, probably? No. uh, Gosh, I was just looking at this. We were at a Toby Mac concert about a year ago. Oh, nice. 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 And then your first car, I've heard this story before, I think. So <laughs> yeah, first car was a Cushman meter made cart. Wow. I was 13 and bought it for 25 bucks and welded the fenders back on the dumb thing, sold it for two fifty, and I was off nice. to the races. Car dealer ever since. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. And um, the farthest traveled, what's the farthest you've ever been on the planet? Uh, let's see. Probably. No, we stopped in Hong Kong. I'm, I'm going to say probably New Zealand. We had to go through Australia to get there. We've been to, we, Lori and I have been very blessed. We've been able to travel with some Chrysler trips and so forth, but we've been to, to uh, New Zealand and Hong Kong, uh, Taipei, uh, Germany, Sweden, uh, been to Russia. That that was an experience. It's a conversation when you've been able to travel around the globe too. It does. Yeah, you really really appreciate things differently. Yeah, for me, I think I've been to West Texas. (laughs) I've been to New Zealand as well. That's a long way. It's a beautiful country. Love New Uh, Zealand. uh, Do you have a favorite U.S. city? 
I, not really. I, I, I've not had very many bad experiences in cities. We went to, we, we have a goddaughter who is actually a, a, a Broadway actress. She's, she's one of the principals or one of the, the backups in uh, Wicked. And so we went to oh, see her. When she, well, she's, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Great show. But oh we had never gosh. been to New York. I'd never been to New York City. Lori actually has sung at Carnegie Hall with a choir that she was a part of. Oh. So she'd been there before, but we went together and I loved New York City. I really didn't expect to. I thought, ah, big city, big deal, you know, but it was it was phenomenal. It was really, really nice. That's wonderful. That's good, to know. good, good play uh, or musical. Yeah. yeah, I really like that. So here's a, an important one. Okay, wait. Just before he asks this question, mm -hmm. I will always love you. Go uh, for it. Is it. Are you an Android or iPhone user? Are you Android or I, I'm iPhone. Oh yeah. Okay. I love I'm you sorry. even more. You better love my wife because she's the one that made me get it. Before that, okay. I, had a I love you more, Lori. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, besides turkey, what would be your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Um, it's going to be a cross between the stuffing and pumpkin pie. Oh yeah. That's a oh yeah. yeah. So let me ask you on pumpkin pie. Like what's the ratio of whipped cream for you? <laughs> are you a 25% whipped cream guy or are you 75%? Oh, wait, wait, if, yeah. if the pie is this big, the whipped cream should be equally large. Right. At least and we yeah. normally, you know, if, if it's cool whip, okay, fine. But if it's real whipped cream, you scrape that off and eat it separately. Oh, first absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So these are the important things. We need well, to and I, you know, I was, we were, we were reminiscing on the drive in from the airport and, you know, y'all know that my, I lost my dad this spring and we were talking about holidays were the best because he loved getting into the, um, the cans of whipped cream. The getting into whipped cream fights with the grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was, it always happened. And so, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I don't know if I could waste whipped cream that way. I need to eat it. I, <laughs> sure. I and I'm whoever said homemade whipped cream. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 100%. Mm -hmm. 100%. Oh, cool. Whip will do. Every, yeah. In a pinch. So, so yeah. we have a few more minutes and, and it is Thanksgiving Eve. And so wanted to give you an opportunity to, to talk a little bit if you, if you want to, you know, we always kind of stop and think um, about the things that uh, have, that we're thankful for that have made a difference yeah, to maybe us. We and, start with a professional context, like, yeah. you know, just in our, in our industry, got some things you're thankful for. Well, let me work this down a little bit. I think it'll make sense. <laughs> 200% whipped cream for okay. Yeah, see, yeah, she's just yes, going to get all this stuff. <laughs> I have an awesome wife, by the way. That's you thanks do. for exposure there. Uh, from a professional standpoint, okay, if you if you step back a bit, and there's something called the Judeo-Christian work ethic, but it, it, it you know, I'm not going to summarize it well, but I do my best. If an individual finds something that they like and for survival, they, they need to eat, right? So they start doing this thing and, and you, you start a business and you do it out of self-preservation. However, you can't have a business that doesn't benefit others because you're not, you're not going to stay in business if you don't provide substantial enough value that people will freely and willing you, willingly give their money to you. So now you've benefited your customers. You've also got to have employees to help you. So you benefit them. So now this, this dream of yours that started out as a business is, you know, it's seeing too that you and your family are well provided for your customers are winning, your employees are winning. That's all a blessing. 
Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not in, in, in Gordy's little world. Okay. I'm, I'm in Freeport, Illinois, which is a humble, lovable little town of 25,000 people. Okay. I won't have the benefits that some dealers do in, in Metro Plexus with a million people. I won't be a multimillionaire, but I can live an awesome life. I've been doing this for 50 years, providing for myself, providing for my customers and my employees. And, and, you know, what, what a rich life. Yeah. And, you know, great blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, some of those, you, you also get to go to sleep at night knowing you've done some real good yeah. in the community. You've helped a lot of people. Well, and that's that was, you know, you talked about um, your customer and your employee, but through what you do, you start to affect your community. It, I mean, really it becomes does. something that, that, and as we, as we move forward with like the things that matter to us and that we're helping others is that, you know, that's, that's really, it's about changing, it's about changing your community and changing the world. And it is know, changing people. attitudes and people amongst the, the, your community members. I mean, yeah, you see these folks out there at Walmart or I call it Hellmart, but that's, that's <laughs> not everything. Um, but you know, you, you, you see them in public, you see them in church and everything yeah. else. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to go duck out of the corner because you didn't fix that, that wheel yeah. speed sensor yeah. that they're on a problem with. Yeah. You just, hey, how you doing? You know, and I, I, I my, we, we've had great stories over the years, but we, you know, we, we had a, a town founders day celebration years and years ago. And this guy from our church came up and was talking to me. He's an accountant. So he was at this casual thing in a button down shirt and everything else. He's a little, and here, here comes one of my back here, pair of customers and, you know, leather jacket, no shirt on. Hey, how you doing, buddy? You're the greatest guy ever. Thanks for you. And, and this guy from my church is like, who are you? And what's the, you know, right. it's just all people. And it's such it a great joy to be there yeah. and know that you affected their life that way. Yeah. yeah. If and that, and that they know you well enough to come up and say, Hey, how's it going? It's good to exactly. see you. Mm-hmm. They know our, you know, they know our kids. They just, you know, the kids of course yeah. involved in the business and they're all around and it's, it's just a great. Yeah. And yeah. so if you take that one notch further down now, we're talking about things that, that, you know, I'm thankful for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got an awesome wife. She loves me despite yeah. all my flaws and I've got fantastic kids and now kids in law. We've had two marriages in our family this year. Mm. Oh my and, goodness. If, if ever you, you, you need to take stock of your life, you know, uh-huh. when you get, you know, 280 guests at a wedding for your daughter and everybody's happy and they're having a wonderful time and they stay well beyond the DJ's time limit, you know, and you just feel rich. That, and we had that yeah. feeling twice yeah. this year, you know, and we've got, you know, I, I've got my, my, my mom, attended both of those. She's 97 years old. Uh, you know, Lori's dad was here at, at our, at our son's wedding recently. It's just, you know, it, it just, you know, from, from, from the oldest to the youngest, it's just mm-hmm. pure joy and, and how blessed we are for that. And, you know, you, there's, there's a lot to be said for that. There just really, truly is. Oh, absolutely. Um, the last thing, and I, the thankfulness, I think this is an important lesson. So years ago, and I, I won't go into details because we'd it'd be another 45 minutes online, but um, we had a, a theft in our Chrysler business and it wound up selling the franchise. There was very little left for our, us and our family when we came back up and started our buy here, pay here, or restarted the buy here, pay here. By the time we got licensed and everything squared away, we were down to about 10 grand in capital. Now, anyone with a brain would tell you with 10 grand in capital, you can't do buy here, pay here, but it has provided for us. Um, one of the things we had done in the Chrysler store, we were quite successful and we were very involved in community events, but we had not had that opportunity with the humble beginnings of the buy here, pay here. So we, we, we decided, made a, a conscientious decision to be involved in our church youth group. And we were leaders there. 
And we went over to a, visited another church and there was this Christian music guy that was going to be there and he was supposed to be really good and so forth. I don't remember if songs were worth a darn or not. But when he opened up, he told a story that I thought was very, very important. When he started his music ministry, he traveled to, I think it was Haiti, but it was a foreign country. All right. And he, he got there and nuns were running the show and they're on charge and on top of everything else. And, and he's like, well, can I play music? And they're like, well, we really don't need music right now. What we need is a barber. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I've never cut hair. And, right. you know, the, the nun kind of and handed him the scissors and away he went. So he's now he's a barber and he's cutting hair for these these impoverished folks. And and uh, about the second or third person he started, he's making some small talk and they, they find out the, the, the person finds out he's from America. He goes, oh, my friend, you're from America. You're rich. He goes, no, I'm, I'm not rich. I'm just, you know, average and so forth. I, you know, I got parents and that kind of thing. No, no big deal. I'm not a, I'm not a rich man. He goes, well, let me ask you a question. How many times a day or how many times a week do you eat? Still there? I don't know. Okay. I will wait. It says it's live still on my end. So I'm going to move forward and presume it's live. Uh, he asked the question, how many times a week do you eat? And the young man thought for many. He says, oh, I don't know, 19 or 20 times. He says, you eat every single day? My friend, you are rich. So that's my Thanksgiving story for, for everybody out there. And with that, I don't know if I'm live or not, but I'll wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving and have a great day. Sell something.
think <laughs> for all of those that, um, I think I think that we'll just do this. Okay, so I love my Apple. No one <laughs> plugged it in. <laughs> just, so hold on, just a second. Let me uh, hold on. That must be Jim's fault. Nope, no, I'm not hearing you. So I, are you muted by chance? How about that? Yay. Okay, so sorry about that. Um, uh, someone, as an I, forgot to plug in the laptop before we started. We so, saw it. Uh, <laughs> that's why Michelle and disappeared. So I'm, so I'm hoping that y'all didn't hear the um, the cussing. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. Uh, yeah. So, so now we, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, excellent. So you were in the process of finishing telling your story about the, the, the uh, person, the music. Um, yeah. I was, I was, and I, I, I finished it. I, it said live in the corner of my thing. So I just kept talking, but, oh. um, well then, then yeah, you can continue. Let, let me, I'll, I'll finish the story and you can patch it together or however best it works for you guys. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Very true, Troy. But can't live without. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're we're listening to this young guy, and he's he, the nun looked at him and gave him the scissors, and he became a barber that day. And as he was making small talk with the people whose hair he was cutting, this gentleman came up to him and he says, "Oh, you're an American. You're rich." He goes, "No, I'm not. I'm just average. Eh? You know, I got parents back in the states, and you know, I'm just a I'm a normal person. I'm not rich. We're just you know middle class and all that." He goes, well, let me ask you a question. He says, how many times a week do you eat? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. He goes, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I miss some meals, comes I'm busy. Maybe 19 or 20 times. And he looked at him and goes, you eat every day? Oh. Friend, you are rich. Oh, wow. So with the great opportunities that we have to make a, you know, I mean, we need to be thankful for this country mm -hmm. and a God who is good. Mm -hmm. But we we have so much more than we deserve and, and so much more than we actually stop and think about. Yeah. So my, my wish for everybody would be that they have an opportunity to 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 really consider that and, and pause tomorrow. Yeah, very nice. We are very rich. Yeah. We are very, very rich. And so. uh, this is an opportunity to remind ourselves and express some gratitude. So thanks yeah. for Kicking that off. Gordy, thank you so much for joining us today. We really, really appreciate you taking time on, on Thanksgiving Eve to, you know, thank you, Lori, for being <laughs> here and supporting mm -hmm. and, and all of that. Sure Looking forward to meeting her, and I'm sure I will in June. Absolutely. All yeah. right. Very, very good. Along with our, along with our weird kids. So. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. They we're so thankful for. <laughs> All right. Um, we will catch you a little bit later and have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, guys. You Thank as well. You. And everybody else there in, in podcast land. Thank you. Right. See you now. Bye. All right. Well, we are going to... Uh, to sign off and get about the the day with uh, family. Thank you so much for everybody for um, holding on with us. Um, that you know, it's like we 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 test everything that could go wrong, and um, and then we don't do it again. Turns out devices need power. <laughs> They, they do. They yeah. do. And, you know, we hadn't plugged everything in before we went to bed last right. night because we got in late. So have a very happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. And and we will be 
um, broadcasting on Friday, and it's going to be a um, a gratitude rant okay. about a lot of things. And so we're hoping that you um, um, y'all listen in and add your comments because it's it's really a great time for us to to uh, express gratitude and mm-hmm. to to recognize the things that that we should really be grateful for. So um, have a great rest of your day and hope you all are traveling safely and that you enjoy the time with your family. We are so grateful to be a part of your holiday. So we'll chat with y'all later. Happy Thanksgiving.